This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Hey, everyone. Hope you're having a terrific day. I don't know what you got going on in your life right now, what you're involved in, what you're doing, but I just wanted to share a podcast in this show that I really believe is going to absolutely add a ton of value to your life. And, you know, it's something that we deal with all the time. We can all struggle with worry in, in different capacities. And it's something that we got to deal with because I'll tell you, worry can be like a deer in the headlights. It can really be something that can cause you to stop and not really walk into your purpose. We've dealt with talking about worry in different aspects and different ways and fears and things directly on the show. But I wanted to have a show directly talking about eliminating worry in your life. So by the way, if you've been listening to us for some time, I just want to say thank you to those of you that have listened for some time. If you're a newer listener, I want to welcome you in, welcome you into the Michael Wall Show community and podcast community. We're glad that you're here and we're glad that you're sharing thought and ideas, or hopefully you'll be sharing thought and ideas with those around you after you hear from the show. So I want to take a moment on this show and talk about the idea of eliminating worry in your life. This is something that we all can struggle with. And again, it can be paralyzing at different stages. And there really are different stages of life. You know, as I think back through my life, at the time I'm recording this in 2020, January of 2020, I'm 42 years old. I got married uh, almost 19 years ago, if you can believe that. And, you know, I met my wife when I was roughly 23. She was 19. And, you know, when we started in marriage, I had the kind of the worry and the fear of what that looks like. Hey, we're going to get married. I've never been married before. And, you know, is this going to work out well? And how's this going to work out? And all of the excitement and euphoria of the moment. But then we kind of move into being married for several years. Right. And then and the honeymoon phase goes away, by the way, if you didn't know that it goes away. <laughs> so you got to constantly be looking at ways to improve your marriage and improve your relationship. And you go through phases and there's worry about, you know, what does the future look like? And what am I going to do in a career? And what does it look like when we have children down the road, if we have kids? And so then we ended up starting a business and, you know, my wife worked at the Outback and we started to see some success, but there was worry along the way. Then I move into the next phase of my life and we start having kids, you know, you think, okay, I got this covered. I've figured some things out, whatever. We're all good. And you know, now I start having kids and, and you know, we have kids uh, seven years into our marriage and, oh my goodness, am I going to be a good father? Am I going to be able to financially? I remember when I first had my first child, I'll just share this with you. I thought it was interesting. So my wife and I, we were in our first home at the time and we were able to take care of our bills and do our thing, whatever. I was still building the business and we were putting money back into the business you know, the old delayed gratification thought process, just putting back in, pouring back in, pouring back in to the business. So financially we were doing okay, but I'll tell you what, when I was in a place where I found out my wife was pregnant with our first child, his name was Cyrus, he's 12 now. I had a, just a spirit of fear and worry that came over my life that was like, wow, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money. I don't know if I'm going to be, and financially we were fine. So it was like things coming out of left field. It didn't make any sense. I mean, I went and I, I literally bought a brand new motorcycle. I was big into motorcycles back then. I bought a brand new motorcycle. It was a GSXR Suzuki. And I sold it. It was paid for. No debt. I sold it because like I got to get the cash back out of this bike. I sold it, took a loss, got the money. And you know what? After we had our child and time went along, I realized that was probably a hasty move. 
And then we continue on, and there's been other things in my life where, you know, there's been worry, moving to this, moving here. So the point is this. Worry is something that can kind of attach itself to all of us. All of us. We all have different levels of worry in different seasons of life. And the challenge is, how do you deal with it? Because, you know, I remember when I was on the book field, when I sold books door to door in the summertime, there was a thought process that came to mind that said, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. It gives you something to do, it doesn't get you anywhere. So what I want to do is I want to give you just a couple steps that I think will help you. In fact, I know will help you that has helped me in my life to overcome worry in my life. And I got to tell you the benefits to this in advance, if you really follow through on these things, the benefits are you're going to have more peace in your life. You know, peace isn't the absence of problems. It's the absence of fear while you're going through those problems because you know where your trust really is, right? This is going to give you more peace. It's going to actually improve your relationships. Believe it or not, when you have worry in your life, you are short with people, meaning you're a little bit abrupt or mean or rude sometimes. You may not think you are, but you are because you're dealing in worry. Internally, you're like, I'm struggling with this and you're trying to put it aside. So it's going to improve your relationships and it's going to improve your clarity. If there's an opportunity that comes into your life, a business idea, a business opportunity, maybe a ministry you feel led to start or whatever it may be. And if you're operating under a sphere of worry in your life, you probably will not take the steps to go out and embark on that mission. Or you may take the steps to do it, but you're going to do it in a way that is not really all in. You know, sometimes they talk about you need to know when to be all in in life, right? Well, you're not going to be all in because you're going to be walking tentatively because you are worried. And for me, a couple things that I have done that I want to challenge you with in the process is, first off, I've always relied on truth. And there's a lot of things out there today that say this is truth and that is truth. But you know, when you actually can absolutely guarantee that you feel confident on something, then you don't even think about it. You just go with it. We've all heard the analogy before of sitting down on a chair, right? And I know you don't really think about it. I don't either. But how often, really, if you step back and you say, when you go into a room or when you lay on your bed at night or when you sit down on your couch or when you go somewhere and you sit down on the chair, how often do you ever put thought to the fact that that chair will hold you, right? You don't know anything about the chair. You don't know who made it. You don't know whether or not the screws are loose. You can't see the insides, but you don't even think about it. You just sit down, right? I have a guy that works with me in my office here just walked in while I'm doing this show and he sat down in the chair in front of me. I can guarantee you he didn't sit there and stand there for a minute and say, wait a minute, will this chair hold me? Should I sit down? He just sat right down as I did in my chair, as you do when you sit down in other chairs. What that means is you have full confidence in the fact that that chair is going to hold you, right? There's foundation there. There's absolutely non-wavering faith in the fact that that chair is going to hold you. You don't think about it. And there's many things in life where we do that with, right? So at the end of the day, we're in a place where we need to take and say, how do I apply truth to my worry? That fear of, you know, oh, geez, am I going to be able to make enough money? What's going to go on with the economy? Am I going to find the right spouse? And maybe I'm married. Is this going to be the right relationship? Are we going to be together forever? What about my kids? What about my future career? What about this? What about that? I mean, what about all of these things? What about Iran? What about bombs? What about all of these things that we can literally allow 
our minds to be controlled and paralyze ourselves like a deer in the headlights. And you know, there's some truth here that comes, and this is what I always go to, step one, go to real truth. And that can come from God's word, right? In Matthew chapter six, verse 25. So if you've got a Bible, you're gonna wanna check out Matthew chapter six, starting in verse 25. By the way, if you're not familiar with the Bible, that's okay. There's two, uh, an Old Testament and a New Testament. The New Testament starts with the book of Matthew, so it's real easy. And Matthew chapter six, verse 25 says this. Now, this is Jesus speaking. It says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store in barns. For your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you more valuable to him than they are? Now, get this. It says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Now, think about that for a minute. You know, going back to the old rocking chair analogy, the question is, if you say, okay, well, you know what, Mike, you don't understand my situation. You don't understand. I've gone through this. I've gone through this. I've had a rough situation. You know, everybody grows up in a different environment. I grew up in kind of a leave at the beaver home. My wife grew up in a very abusive environment, unfortunately. And so the reality of it is, my question is, okay, I understand we all struggle with different things, but if you sit down and say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to intelligently worry about my problem for the next 30 minutes, and I think that will help me get through it. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. How many times have you ever heard somebody say, you know, all I need to do is sit down and take about 15 or 20 minutes and just really worry about my situation, and that it'll help me to get through it? Well, that's nonsense, and we know that. But yet we allow worry to control our minds and our hearts. You hear me say this a lot, and that is 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, fear, in a lot of ways, is very much like worry, right? But the acronym for fear that you got to know is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That's what fear is. And so we're in a place where we can worry about things or we can be afraid of things, but what we're doing is is we are aligning our minds on the problem and not the solution or even not the fact that there's a purpose. You know, and that's why in verse 27 of Matthew chapter 6 it says, "Can all your worries add a single moment to your life?" And the answer is, you already know the answer to that. It can't. It doesn't do anything valuable for you. It would be like the idea of saying, "Okay, I'm married or I'm in a relationship." And I really want to show my spouse that I love them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to intently sit here in this chair for the next 30 minutes and I'm going to send positive thoughts their way. I'm going to think about how much I care about them. I'm going to think about how much I love them. I'm going to think about why I care about them. And I'm going to spend next 30 minutes focusing on that. Now, that might be a good thing to help you in your own mindset to realize the relationship and the value of the relationship that you have, right? But... It's not actually doing anything specifically in the moment for them, you know? And so I remember my wife used to always say to me, and she still does from time to time, she says, don't tell me, just show me. Don't tell me you're going to do something, just do it, right? That was Nike slogan for a long time. Just do it. If you're going to say you're going to do it, go do it. And that's the challenge that we have a lot of times with people in life, whether they're believers, Christians or not, they're in a situation where they are haphazard in their life. They're haphazard in what they do. They walk gingerly into things. They're not confident about what they're doing. 
A lot of times, lack of confidence comes from the fact that they're not basing their life on truth. But at the end of the day, when you are in a place where you grow up and say, you know what, I'm going to put on my big boy pants, big girl pants, and I'm going to be in a place where I'm going to operate in a place that I say, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't care what it means. I don't care if I have to stay late. I don't care if I have to show up early. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to do it. And in order for you to eliminate worry in your life, there's some things that you need to do. The first thing that you need to do is you need to change your focus. You know, I did a previous show talking about changing your mental channel. If you haven't listened to that, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that show, Changing Your Mental Channel. Really good show talking about how to do that. So I'm not going to dive into that at this show today. But the idea is you have some things you have to do. You have to focus on truth. Focusing on God's word is a great way to do it. Matthew chapter 6, 25 to uh, we'll call it 33 is a great verse. By the way, the ending verse in verse 33, it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So the reality is if you really believe that there is a God, right? Remember Zig Ziglar and I've said this multiple times in the show, but Zig used to always say three things I know with certainty. Number one, there is a God. Number two, it ain't me. (laughs) Number three, it ain't you either. So if you know and believe that there is a God or a higher power or whatever you want to call it on your journey, and you really believe that there is a purpose for your life. There's got to be some kind of a purpose and plan beyond just going out and making money and buying cars and buying homes and going out to dinner and taking trips. Nothing wrong with any of that stuff. But we see these people on their deathbed, Steve Jobs and other people like that, creating all of these wonderful things. And then at the end of their life, as Solomon says, everything is kind of meaningless. What was the point So you amassed a bunch of wealth. So you did a lot of great things. So you connected with a lot of good people. Those are all wonderful things on the journey. But if that's all it's about, I'll tell you what, my friend, you're going to have a lot of worry along the way. And the reason is, is because you're going to be operating based on a lens of what the world says success is and is not. And if that's the lens you have, you will struggle with worry. So step number one, you need to readjust your focus and be reading truth. Some things that I just read to you there and other things like that. Step two, I want to challenge you to pray about things. Give those things to God. Even if you're not like sure who God is, what all that's about, seek him out. I guarantee you he'll reveal himself to you. So pray about those things. Take time. Press pause in your day. Shut your phone off. You don't need to look and see how many notifications you're getting on Facebook or Instagram or anything else for that matter, TikTok, for those of you that are on that now. Shut your technology off. Press pause. Turn your TV off. Shut your computer down. No noise. And start and condition yourself to silence. You'll start to hear things and get clarity Now, I'm not talking about voices that you're going crazy, right? But you'll start to get gain clarity in ways that you never have in your life. And that's really important. So step one, read truth. Step two, pray. And step three, change your circle. What I'm talking about there is who's speaking into your life. One of your circles might be listening to positive things on a regular basis like this show. The Michael Walsh Show, one of my goals is to share thought and idea to help people change the who they are and really find their purpose. So maybe that's one thing on a regular basis. We got a lot of content back there. Go back and listen to previous shows. Subscribe and listen to this show religiously every week. Get positive content in your life. Listen to it again. Just because you heard it one time doesn't mean you got it, right? Repetition is where things start to stick. 
So listen to it multiple times. So step one, read positive quality truth, the word of God, other good books. Step two, pray. Step three, change your circle, change the content coming into your brain. And step four, take action. I remember when I was on the book field, you know, they always used to say motion creates emotion. And I'll tell you, I was not interested in wanting to go out and knock door to door. But when I got out of my house, we went to breakfast and I went out and I started and I got my pre-approach pad and I started knocking on the first door. You got all these emotions. You know, you got the butterflies going in your stomach like crazy. You're like, ah, I'm nervous, whatever, fearful, whatever. And as Zig says, which I love, you will never get the butterflies to go away. But what you can do by focus is you can get them flying in formation. So those anxieties and fears, little fears along the way, they don't necessarily completely leave in certain environments. But what you can do is you can get control of them. That's the key. The difference between a successful person and a non-successful person is the successful person primarily is just willing to do things that unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. That's it. It's not that they're some genius or intellectually superior or, you know, now some people grew up with a silver spoon. I get that. But as a general rule, most people that are successful have learned to deal with worry in their life. They've learned to deal with these things. They've learned to say, no, I will not allow that to control me. So that's my challenge to you on this journey is don't allow these things to control you, but instead you control your thoughts by what you do, what you read, how you take these things to the Lord in prayer, how you change your circle, and then how you take action. That's my challenge for you this week. And uh, if you got questions about that or you want any other resources, I want to challenge you to reach out to us. Feel free. You can go to leanonthewall.com. You'll see when you go there, there's info about our financial firm and things. But, you know, there's a great way to reach out to us that way. Just request review and just say, hey, I got a couple quick questions. We're using that as a simple format right now. And by the way, this show is sponsored. If you enjoyed the content, you know, this show is sponsored by our companies, wall companies that are really helping families protect, grow and reduce taxes on their wealth. So as you're listening to this, wherever you are, you got questions about that, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You can learn more about that. They've sponsored the shows. It's another great way to help us to get the word out here even more. So I want to invite you to check us out as uh, you know somebody or whatever that may need help with their wealth. Feel free to refer them our way. We appreciate that. It helps us use revenue and, and profits from what we're doing to get the word out here to share and encourage people in their lives. And last but not least, we appreciate you taking a moment and just rating this show. We would love... For you, if you gain some value from this, we're asking you to take two minutes and give back to us by just sharing your comment. Hey, Mike, I really enjoyed this because I tell you, that encourages me. That lets me know we're, we're going down the right path. And it's also something, you know, if you got something you want me to talk about, hey, Mike, in your 19 years of being in business and owning multiple companies and having a family of four and being married almost 19 years and working with a lot of other successful people yourself, what are some things you may know about X, Y, or Z? Share that to us. Go to leanonthewall.com and reach out to our firm and say, hey, I got a question for Michael. I was hoping he might share this on the show. Love to do that. And then share this with other folks that you know need to hear it because by you taking the effort to share it, that gets it into other folks. Well, thank you for tuning in and dialing in on this show, talking about eliminating worry in your life. And I want you to know that we care about you. We really do. Even though I don't know you out there, we do care about the people that hear the show. That's why we take time and effort to do this. And we're excited for you really to be in a place where you can live on purpose so that way you can live with purpose. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next show.